आई मी आई मी मुबारक again to partake in this beautiful fast of Ramadan. We want to start off by thanking each and every one of you that comes on the line with us this morning on the Ummah Reflection. We pray that our time together will be beneficial in your and our growth and development as believers in Allah. Oh, family, we were blessed to hear from our beloved sister, Sister Hope Copeland yesterday, who started her talk saying, that as she reflected on this month of Ramadan, we have the opportunity to be on the battlefield. This is our beloved prophet, peace be upon him, and the companions were yesterday. He said, however, ours is a greater battle as we are witnesses and soldiers during the war that will end all wars. Our sisters said that our battlefield, while vast and greater, yet it is much different before ours Uh, and participation in this war is through our resistance. He said resistance has created a wondrous and miraculous phenomenon in the very heart of the Islamic world, and it poses a serious problem for the arrogant powers of this world. Rather than such as ours, such as said, the resistance is manifested through our power of faith and struggling on the path of Allah and relying solely on him. Our sister says, resistance gives us victory and weakness gives us victory. Let's say that again. Resistance gives us victory and weakness gives us victory. She says, resistance is necessary and can be achieved through our commitment to the transformation of our lives. And she said, the Prophet Muhammad, he said, said that the greater combat is the combat within the self or with the self. Let's again close the talk by saying we want to be victorious on this battlefield. And to be victorious on this battlefield, we must commit to our discipline of our eyes, ears, our hands, feet, tongue, travel tongue, and our heart to follow the commands of Allah. He said that we are to be witnesses to mankind by our actions and by our words and heart. That right is what Allah says is right and wrong is what Allah says is wrong. He said, this is not a passive resistance, but an active resistance. We thank Allah for our beloved sister Hope and her words with us yesterday. We thank Allah for our guest speaker with us today and to take us further to our, our program is our beloved brother and friend, Abdul Akbar Muhammad, Brother Akbar. As-salamu alaykum. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger and servant. Once again, I greet you, Ramadan Mubarak. As-salamu alaykum, and I pray to Allah that everybody is well. Uh, I'm feeling much better, and uh, to be back on the line, 
just to listen to the power of this line. Those who go out and study and prepare for talks with the believers around the country, may Allah bless you. Don't let down on it. Keep it going. We were in a place called Dagestan, which is in Russia, and a young girl was reciting the Quran, and Hosni Mubarak was then the president of Egypt, and he came over and asked the young girl, well, what part of the Arab world do you come from? Because she was reciting so beautifully, it touched them. And she said, I'm not from the Arab world. And that took him for a setback because she was her Arabic was impeccable. And she was so beautiful in her recitation. But what it showed is that the heart of the Muslim uh, is there. The heart of the Muslim brings out what is inside. And that's how I want to start this short talk this morning, because I came up in the nation of Islam. I came up under two of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's giants, and they always wanted to find out the best way that they could help the man that turned their life around, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. What can I do for him? What can I do better for him? How can I help him to move this mission forward? And we, this is the way we thought. This is the way we believe. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us how to reach inside. One of the greatest stories that we have is that people have talent. What do you do with the talent? Do you use it uh, just cavalier? Or do you use the talent to bring out what is in you for the cause that we believe in? The beauty of Ramadan there's a doctor in Tripoli. He's not in Tripoli anymore, but he's a doctor that graduated from school in America. And he said to me in his office one day, he said, uh, Brother Akbar, the Libyan people take their fast very serious. And I could understand it. They let their children see them doing the fast, participating in the fast. The children watched parents and the strength that they have to make the fast. They don't get weary and tell the children, that's all right, you don't have to make it. They encourage them to make the fast. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is blessed with tremendous talent, and how he used that talent is really a, a miracle, because he could be in show business doing other things, but he wanted to use that talent to help the man that changed the course of his life, and that is the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So he wrote songs and music. I remember when he remade Heed the Call, and he was pouring out what was in him to help in the cause of Islam, which is really beautiful. We were in uh, Ghana, and Jerry Rollins, who took a special liking and love to Minister Farrakhan, and uh, it was Eid time. It was during the fast of Ramadan, and Rollins asked us in a back room, he said, do you all have an office uh, in Ghana? And the minister said, no, we don't. And he said, why don't you open an office in Ghana and make it right here on the African continent? He wanted us to move to the African continent. And the minister accepted that. And he wanted to have an office 
that represented the nation of Islam in Ghana, and he would help us. This was beautiful, and uh, it showed the love that they had for each other as brothers. The minister wanted to help the humble Elijah Muhammad plant our flag on the continent, and the minister wanted to use whatever talents Allah had blessed him with, which are plenty. He wanted to use that talent to help in the cause of Islam. So I'm grateful that I could have traveled the world with him. I'm grateful that we could go places and show people the power of Islam in America. So I pray Allah that Allah will bless each and every one of us doing this fast. Sometimes it may get rough and difficult, but keep on pushing. Allah will bless you, and we will end the fast as winners, showing our brothers and sisters what we're able to do with Islam. I hope to continue this talk, inshallah, uh, tomorrow. But I want to thank all of the brothers and sisters, Nisa, Brother Jamil, Brother Jaleel, and uh, those who came on the line when I wasn't there and kept this tremendous spirit going. And I love it. I appreciate it. And I want to thank you very much, Nisa, in particular, because Nisa is like the anchor. She holds things down when it don't go right. She said, well, I'll step in. I'll do it. And may Allah bless you continuously, uh, Nisa, in your work for the cause of Islam and the nation of Islam. As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu alaykum. Thank you, Brother Akbar. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the beneficent and merciful. I bear witness there's no God but Allah, and I bear witness Muhammad is his messenger. It really gives me great pleasure to introduce our special guest speaker this morning. She is a fan favorite. It is none other than Sister Latifa Muhammad. In the most holy name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. I cannot thank Allah enough for coming to America and intervening on our behalf. I cannot thank him enough for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, for believing in him and taking on the mission to establish Islam in America. And the gratitude and love that I have for meeting the man who started me on my journey to the Ummah as a student and servant 45 years ago, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, I cannot say enough. Thank you, Sister Nisa Islam Muhammad and the Ramadan Prayer Line team for inviting me to cross over with you to the Ummah Reflex platform. This is an honored service. May Allah continue to bless you. I greet you all. As-salamu alaykum. Setting out to study Uma Reflex. Uma, I had the basic knowledge of the meaning as an Arabic word that is usually translated into English as nation. Further reading, I found the Uma defined as an entity that comprises of all Muslims throughout the world, whatever their national origin. For reflect, I found to think deeply or carefully about. And again, looking a little deeper, it means to show an image or likeness back as a mirror and to embody or represent something in a faithful or appropriate way. The Ummah reflects. Blessed family, in thinking about this discussion, I looked at the mathematics of the Ummah as we are in Ramadan together. According to the World Odometer Info website, the live total population of the planet Earth as of March 18th 
was 8,022,634,421 and rising. Most census accounts give 1.8 billion Muslims as the count all over the planet Earth. In America, the Pew Research Center says that of the 3.5 million Muslims who live in America, it is steadily growing, and it's estimated that 25%, or 862,500, are black Muslims, with every two out of 100 being members or associating themselves with the Nation of Islam under the leadership of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. How did 3.5 million Muslims get into America? And what does that have to do with the 25% black Muslims the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, the Nation of Islam in America, and the Ummah of the world today. Without that black population community, there would be no Ummah in America at all. It is necessary that Muslims around the world know that our opportunity to practice Islam, to observe Ramadan, to claim an Ummah in America comes at a price. 1,400 years ago, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, received revelation. 93 years ago, so, so did the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. All praises are due to Allah, for he changes not. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said he spoke with the angel Jibreel. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that he spoke with God in person. Those were points of contention for many 1,400 years ago, 93 years ago, and today. Both men were ridiculed, attacked, life-threatened, experienced loss of family and friends, had to flee to escape death. Let the Ummah reflect. Both men stood in the name of Allah and lifted the banner of Islam. The man in the East stood to free the people from bondage of idolatry and ignorance. The man in the West stood and resurrected the mentally dead and to free us from mental slavery and sin. Both men stood to free women from abuse and to educate us, elevate us, and to advocate for protection and respect for us. We are thankful to Allah for both of these great men. Let the Ummah reflect. In this month of Ramadan, we give thanks to Allah for revealing the Holy Quran through Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. For 23 years, revelations were delivered. And from those revelations, prayer, charity, fasting, pilgrimage, and self-discipline were established, raising once barbarians and savages of the East to become families of righteousness with a determination to spread Islam throughout the known land. An Ummah was established in the East. Let the Ummah reflect. For 93 years here in America, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad has taught that he met with God in person. On February the 26th, 2023, 10,000 came to commemorate the birth of the man the most honorable Elijah Muhammad met. His name is Master Farad Muhammad, born in Arabia at the Holy City, Mecca, February the 26th, 1877, 146 years ago. He laid the foundation of an Ummah in America in the West. He came alone. Let the Ummah reflect.
at that commemoration, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said to the 10,000 present of 8 billion people on the planet that truth is the most necessary ingredient for our salvation. A truth that is a most necessary ingredient for our salvation to be considered as the Ummah reflects this Ramadan is the final call of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan for us to come follow him to the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Master Fard Muhammad. The Muslim world is waiting on the Mahdi. Come. The Christian world is waiting on Jesus. Come. In closing, the Holy Quran, Part 12, Surah 11, Ayat 49, Abdel Halim translation, it reads, quote, These accounts are part of what was beyond your knowledge, Muhammad. We revealed them to you. Neither you nor your people knew them before now, so be patient. The future belongs to those who are aware of God. Let us heed the call this Ramadan. Let the Ummah reflect, but not only take on the likeness as a mirror of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, but let us call the world to Allah and righteousness. Let the Ummah get behind the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and embody and represent the truth in faithful and appropriate ways as he stands against the synagogue of Satan, that we might all be free at last, as he is a truth that is a most necessary ingredient for our salvation in this time. May Allah bless us all with success in keeping up our prayers, reading the Quran, fasting, giving in charity, being kind and doing good to all, mastering self-discipline, but most of all, standing on truth with courage and faith in this blessed month of Ramadan and beyond. As-salamu alaykum, family. Ramadan Mubarak. Wa alaykum salam, Sister Latifa, and Ramadan Kareem, and thank you for your powerful words with us this morning and calling the Ummah to reflect. Thank you. May Allah continue to bless you, my dear sister. We now ask our brother, Brother Jalil, what, to give us what we affectionately call the Hadith of the Day. Brother Jalil. Assalamu alaikum to all of those here on the Ramadan prayer line that Uma reflects. Bismillah ar Rahman ar Rahim, Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah and we thank Allah. And we search out His help from the evil of our bad deeds and the consequences of our bad deeds. And we seek his forgiveness. We are desperately in need of his forgiveness. Forgiveness for sins that we've done openly and sins that we have committed in secret. He sees all and he hears all, so we seek his forgiveness. Whomever Allah guides, none can misguide that person. Whomever Allah allows to be Misguided, no one can guide that person aright. I give clear testimony that there is nothing worthy of worship but Allah. I believe that. There's nothing worthy of worship but Him. And I bear witness that Muhammad ibn Abdullah is the servant and messenger, alayhi salatu salam. The best book, dear brothers and sisters, is the book of Allah. And the best guidance comes from the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every male thing in religion 
is going astray, and if he's going astray, leads to the hellfire. May Allah protect us, I mean. We thank you, Sister Latifah, for your words this morning. Words that I personally found to be direct, specific, and exact. She spoke about a comment that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan made, which rings true in my heart. He said, truth is the most necessary ingredient for our salvation. Brothers and sisters, how accurate a statement that is. Because Islam is the greatest truth on earth. The Quran is the greatest truth on earth. The reason why Islam and the Quran is the greatest truth on earth is because it comes from the truthful one, Allah himself. He has declared Islam to be his religion. And in that book of the Quran, there is no doubt in it because it came from him directly. And then he sent a man, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to dispense that truth. And he was the truthful one that was dispensing it. 1,400 years ago, he came in from a battle, dear brothers and sisters. And he looked a little disheveled because it was a tough battle. His clothes were tattered. His face was dusty. His beard was filled with dirt. And when his daughter Fatima, radiallahu anha, saw him, saw him she immediately saw, started crying. And the Prophet وسلم, saw that she was filled with despair and crestfallen a tad bit. And he said, wipe your tears away, Fatima. And know of a certainty that this religion, this truth, will spread and reach wherever the night and day reaches. And Islam, and Allah will allow Islam to enter every country, every city, every village, every hamlet, and every house before the earth makes his way out. And then he went further, dear brothers and sisters, he said, once it enters the house, it will elevate those that embrace Islam and debase those who dismiss Islam. That was said 1,400 years ago. It's a miracle that that has happened. Everywhere you go, Islam is being talked about. Everywhere you go, the Quran is being revealed to more people. Everywhere you go, we're hearing more about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa This truth is being dispensed all over the world, all over the world by Allah's permission, and it was foretold to us by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And as Sister Latifah said, let the Ummah reflect upon that. Let's reflect upon this truthful man speaking this heightened truth to people who are in need of truth. The Prophet was speaking to the companions one day, and he said, Everyone of my Ummah 
the word that Sister Latifah spoke about earlier, every one of my Ummah will enter Jannah. Every one of my Ummah will enter Jannah, except those that refuse. The companions that were with him were somewhat taken aback by that. They didn't understand that. They said, who will refuse to enter Jannah? The Prophet Wasallam said, whoever obeys me will enter Jannah, and whoever disobeys me refuses to enter Jannah. Ask yourself the question today, dear brothers and sisters, are we obeying the Prophet Wasallam? Are we obeying his command? He told us to pray five times a day. Are we doing it? He told us to Give charity, give sadaqah, give zakat. Are we doing it? He told us that you want for your brother what you want for yourself. Do you want for your brother what you want for yourself? Do you want for your sister what you want for yourself? Brothers and sisters, it's obligatory that we obey the Prophet Let the Ummah reflect upon that. Are we obeying him? Let the Ummah reflect upon the fact that many of us are not praying five times a day. Let the Ummah reflect upon that. Allah says in his Quran, the book of Allah, he says in Surah 2, 137, he's talking to Allah's messenger, he says, if they believe as you believe, then know that they are on the right course. But if they turn away from what you believe and don't believe as you believe, they are in total opposition. And Allah will suffice you against them. Let the Ummah reflect. Do you believe as he believes? Do you believe in the manner in which he believes? The companions that were with him, they believed exactly the way he believed. We have to do the same thing. We have to believe in the manner in which the Prophet ﷺ believed. And if we don't, Allah gives us a clear warning there. This is the clear words that Sister Latifa gave today, that Allah will suffice him against us. We don't want the message of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to be against us. I ask Allah to bless us to be of those that reflect on these words today. Reflect on this ayat. Do you believe as he believes? Reflect on his hadith today. When he says, whoever obeys me will get the jinn, but whoever disobeys me they will be debased. I ask a lot of blessings to be of those that have the fortitude, the wherewithal, and the will to submit to Allah and His Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And I ask a lot of blessings to be successful in this life and the next. Allahumma amin. Thank you, brother Jalil, for the hadith of the day. We will now ask our sister, sister Nisa Islam, to give us a fast fact and. Um, in the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is his messenger. Assalamu alaikum. This morning, my fast fact is for the imperfect Muslims, the ones who think I'm not worthy of Allah's love, I've messed up so much, I'm a horrible Muslim. Well, 
Welcome to the club of so many Muslims who struggle every day to be better. The fact is, Ramadan is calling your name. Please answer. If you feel far from what is asked of you as a Muslim or find Ramadan intimidating or out of reach, that makes sense from your perspective. But allow me to offer you another perspective. While social media may have you thinking, everyone is so much better than me, what's the point of fasting? The point is, Ramadan is for you too. Allah says in the Quran, Bismillah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Say, O oh my servants who have transgressed against themselves by sinning, do not despair of the mercy of Allah. Indeed, Allah forgives all sins. Indeed, it is He who is the forgiving, the merciful. And return in repentance to your Lord and submit to Him before the punishment comes upon you. Then you will not be helped. The Quran, Surah 39, Ayah 53. It doesn't, wa- it doesn't matter where you are on your journey. Allah created you and me for his worship. He wants us to return to him in repentance and build a better connection. That's what Ramadan is all about. As long as Allah allows you to wake up in your right mind every morning, there is always an opportunity to be a better Muslim. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah accepts the repentance of his servant so long as death has not reached his collarbone. However, in one ear, we hear shaitan whispering, forget about this Islam stuff. You can do better than this. Let's get some wine. Let's get some weed. Let's do something else. Sometimes we listen and go so far off the Suratul Mustaqim, the straight path, that we think we are too far gone for Allah. But another fast fact is we are never too far gone for Allah. Consider this dua. O changer of the hearts, make my heart firm upon your religion. This dua was frequently said by Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Think about that. If the Prophet, who was as close to perfection as any human can get, was consistently praying to Allah during Ramadan to keep his heart steadfast, what does that say about the rest of us? People are fickle. People can change. We need Allah morning, noon, and night, 24-7. Even Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, who was the choice of Allah, needed Allah constantly. Our faith fluctuates. That's life. The important thing is to solidify your deen so when you are down, you have a foundation to pull you up. Remember, Allah is the changer of hearts. Allah wants to bring you back to him. Just ask, and he promises to deliver. Our fast facts of the day are, Ramadan is calling your name. Please answer, Muslims. And we are never too far gone from Allah. He's a prayer away. Thank you for listening. Islam is not the problem. Islam is the answer. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum salam, Sister Nisa. Thank you for the Nisa report and the fast fact. All praises are due to Allah. Our reading for today, brothers and sisters, starts on, is we on day 12. And on day 12, our reading starts with chapter 11, verse 6, through chapter 12, verse 52. Surah 11, ayat 6, through Surah 12, ayat 52. We once again ask our brother, as we always do, would he be so kind to close us with prayer? Brother Abdul Shaheed Muhammad, Brother Shaheed. Assalamu alaikum. Dear Muslims, let us close with prayer. 
قل أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إقدنا السراط المستقيم سراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المقدوب عليهم ولد ضالين Say, I seek refuge in the Lord of the dawn from the evil of that which he has created and from the evil of intense darkness when it comes and from the evil of those who cast evil suggestions and firm resolutions and from the evil of the envier when he envies. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Shaheed, for your prayers with us this morning. Brothers and sisters, before we close, I just wanted to bring your attention to this beautiful book that I've been meaning to talk about from our beloved one of our student ministers, Brother Demetric Muhammad, called The Ramadan Guide. And on part day 12, Quranic Reading Journal and Historic Digest, on day 12, you should get this at researchminister.com. Beautiful words in here. And he talks right in line with what Sister Latifa was speaking of today about Islam rising in the West. And he showed the historical facts of the Hadith. And Prophet Muhammad was talking about Islam rising in the West. So please go to researchminister.com and get your Ramadan guide. So as we close, we want to say on behalf of our guest speaker, Sister Latifa Muhammad, we thank Allah for you, dear sister, and your family. We pray that Allah will continue to bless you and your family. Thank you for your beautiful and, as Brother Jalil said, straight words with us today, direct. Thank you. On behalf of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and his family, we can never thank you enough, enough dear minister, and your family for all that you have done and are doing. We thank you for finding us in all of the places that you found us that we probably shouldn't have been in. But you found us in those places and called us to this magnificent word of Islam. And we are doing things all over this country now. And as my sister said, Islam is standing down in the West because of what you have done in your father, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We thank Allah for you, dear minister. On behalf of the Executive Council of the Nation of Islam and their families, we thank Allah for each and every one of you for standing up and aiding and assisting the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to spread this powerful word of Islam. The ministers and imams and their families who are spreading this truth, we thank Allah for each and every one of you. And on behalf of my co-host, Brother Akbar, Brother Jamil, Sister Nisa, Brother Jalil, Brother Shaheed, and to each and every one of you that are on this line, to hear these words, keep doing good, dear Muslims. Hold on to this banner of Islam. Let me leave you as I came to you with the greeting words of peace. Inshallah, we'll be talking again tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum.